0: Welcome to the family and the Tom. Oh, I shouldn't say the family. Yeah. Two of us. Two of the family members. Just two. Catherine and Alex are out uh, dealing with Donald Brandt's uh, setting up his funeral. So unfortunately, they won't be in today. Haven't heard from Michael Bryant either. So I don't know what the hell he's up to. But in any case, welcome to the family on the Tom Bernard podcast with Andy Brandt Bernard and me. So that worked out very well. Didn't you think that intro? Mm -hmm. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. What's the latest?
2: Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. 16 old-fashioned food item
0: terms of, excuse me, 16 old-fashioned food terms you'll only hear in the Midwest. See if we agree with these. I bet you pop is one of them, yes. pop dish, Even though we've never called it pop. I kind of go back and forth. Do you? Yeah. When I was a little, little kid, it was called pop, but since I was, I don't know, probably 10, it's been soda. I don't know. Just the word Midwest brings to mind images of dairy farms, the Green Bay Packers, and a whole bunch of rich, decadent dishes. Whether you're familiar with Buckeyes or have indulged in a Juicy Lucy before, mm. oh, the Juicy Lucy. Yep. Is that it, Matt's? Uh, I know um, House the Comedy sells them. Oh, they do? Okay. Yep. Uh, many of the Midwest's most well-known and scrumptious foods have the most inventive names. I mean, where else could you order a horseshoe sandwich? Never heard of that. Never heard of a horseshoe sandwich. What is that? Well, I guess we're going to find out. Mm-hmm. If you're curious as to how Ozark pudding came to be, or would... Never heard of, I never heard of any of these things. I've heard of about half of them. Uh, to uh, came to be, or would learn, like to learn more about origins of bumpy cake. Never heard of that bumpy either. Uh, here's a behind-the-scenes behind look at some of the most iconic and old-fashioned foods you'll find in America's heartland, only in America's heartland. And, okay, so here we go. Oh, this is nice. Neck and next, don't miss 22 meals to melt belly fat. Gee, thanks. Mm. So you got the fatty, fatty foods, and now it's that. Yep. Okay, let me see. Where's the list? Do I have to click on it up here, maybe? No list? That's it. I can't find the list. Where's the list? Good article. Seriously. Okay, let me see if I can find this. Maybe it's on here. Uh twenty three of them. I'm not gonna go through all twenty three. Yeah, our guest is gonna be on in not long. Exactly. So Buckeyes, we know what those are. No, nah, this is this is lame. Hot dish. You know all of these. It, it. That's the yeah, that story turned turned out to be nothing. I thought that'd be rather interesting, all these but I've never heard of bumpy cake. I've never heard of any of these foods, so I don't know who came up with this article, but your article sucks. Let me just point that out to you. All right? Just letting them know? Just letting them know that their article sucks. It's just all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Uh, let me see this. What is this? Um, oh, that's some other business. I can't do that yet. Uh, in any case... Uh, we're moving for you know. It's this morning because I had to leave early to help mom because mom had to leave early this morning, and mm-hmm. June was home, so I left the show like 20 minutes early this morning. Oh yeah, and I told everybody at, when the show began at six o'clock, I said I have to leave you know, a little early just before nine o'clock. So you know, blah 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 We get to uh, five minutes to nine, I'm going to leave, and they said, Oh well, we've got a guest at nine ten. Oh my God! I said, Are you deaf, or what is the? Pr-? Does it, is there anybody that pays mm-hmm. attention anymore? Not a lot. Do you think seriously? Does anyone pay attention anymore? I, I just is that a is that a young person thing? And you pay attention. Al, does, Alex does
3: most of the time. I don't think so. I think it's a everyone thing. So everyone just doesn't pay attention anymore. Mm, I don't know about anymore. <clears throat> Do
0: you think they never did? Not so much. I suppose you're probably right. No question about it. The one thing I did promise myself, and it's probably good for everybody on Earth. As <clears throat> I sat this weekend and I tried to watch the news because of this Paul Pelosi situation. And, you know, again, the, the only thing I would say about that story for me, and it's got nothing to do with Paul Pelosi, I just don't understand the thinking. If I'm a billionaire whose wife is the third most powerful person in the United States, I'm never going to be at home alone.
3: Never. No, you wouldn't think so. Yeah, I wouldn't think so.
0: That's exactly right.
3: Especially so, if you're 80, whatever, and... Hello. 82. Didn't he just have, like, brain surgery or something? Uh, he had some kind of surgery. Yeah, he was very vulnerable. Paul Pelosi? Yeah, we are just talking
0: about Paul Pelosi oh. and the fact that, that. Um, I mean, if you're a billionaire and your wife's the third most powerful person in the United States, one of the most powerful people in the world, why would you ever be at home alone? Yeah, where uh-huh. were the guards? No way.
1: Uh, then you made up your mind.
0: Made up my mind about what? What
1: happened? If you're saying no way he was by himself, then you made up your mind what's going to happen. I'm, I'm willing to look at both sides. No, or- no, no, no.
0: I'm saying I would never be home alone.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I, well, that's but, what I'm saying. I've seen you home alone, you know. No, no, no. Yeah. I say, Listen to what I'm saying. Yeah,
3: okay. This is your typical liberal deal. No, you don't I'm listen to you anybody. I'm,
0: no, I'm willing to listen to both sides. What I'm saying is mm-hmm. that you if I people. were a billionaire mm-hmm. and my wife was the third
3: most powerful person in the United States, I would never be at home oh, alone. Oh, God, no. I I'd think... be inside a panic room for the rest of my life. <laughs> as, I told exactly.
0: you,
1: as I told you yesterday, I think he has other interests that might involve him being alone in Well, you years. know, yeah. that's what I've
0: heard, Michael. Is, that, yes. is it true they were both in their underwear? <laughs> I That's I what I heard. No, Or are they making that up
3: no. I've heard a but lot of stuff. intruder was
4: in his underwear? Yeah, I guess. That's came what
3: I Oh, you, know, you heard the same thing, Andy? Yeah, but who knows if it's true or not. Yeah, but Why would an intruder come in, in the underwear? I don't know.
0: I mean, there's... Well, he was crazy, so. Apparently, somebody's trying to say he's the head of the LGBTQ in his hometown. No. It's like, what? Do you hear it? <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't mean to get up,
1: but did you hear the homeless people that showed up at Fry's house?
0: Yes, I need yeah, to hear geez, about that. You know,
1: it's like you get it from both sides. Oh, there, yes, right? you, yes <laughs> you do.
3: There is no doubt <laughs> yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. have Shane. Oh, Shane's with us? Shane I want to apologize ready. for being late. You're I'm always sorry. late. What are you yeah, talking?
1: I had to deal with that silly email that you got that you weren't supposed to get today.
0: Oh, I didn't even say was oh, that oh. the one from Kayla?
1: Yeah, that was supposed to go to, you know who it was supposed to go to, and somehow it got sent to you.
0: Okay, but... Do I need to look no, at it? No, you
1: don't have to do anything with it. Did they
0: Did they get it?
1: They have now gotten it,
0: yes. Okay. Did they say anything about it? They just got it,
1: so they're looking at well, it. Let's go!
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird because I, I was going through stories and all that stuff, and I went, why did I get that?
1: Yeah, I know.
0: It happens. I suppose it all happens. So, uh, Andy, we can we can move on with the rest is of our, our lives no? Yeah, we have our guest. Shane is ready to go. Shane, how are you?
5: I'm doing great. How are y'all doing today?
0: Never better, actually. Well, now that you're here, of course, makes everything much oh, better.
5: Oh, you're too kind. Too and kind. you got to get
0: a little more volume on him.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: There you go. Thank you very much. Shane Pittman with us, ladies and gentlemen. 28 Days Haunted. Uh, now it's streaming on oh, Netflix. Oh, for Halloween. For Halloween. Yep. Today is Halloween, ladies and gentlemen, even though it's going to be 67 degrees.
5: where Where are you right now, Shane? I am in Georgia. I'm oh. about an hour and 15 minutes away from Atlanta. I'm okay. actually going to be there tomorrow. You're going to be in Georgia? Yeah.
1: Why? Because I'm going to go Haunt Shane. <laughs>
5: no, I'm,
1: I'm, <laughs> yeah, go I got Shane. work
0: for two days in Atlanta. Oh, you're going to work in Atlanta? Yep. 28 Days Haunted is now the highest rated and watched paranormal show in the history of paranormal programming. Ed and Lorraine Warren, two of the most famous paranormal investigators, in the world, spend the uh, spent the better part of their lives exploring extraordinary claims of the supernatural. I'll just leave it right there, Shane, and hand the ball off to you because I want to hear all about the, what's this all about. Twenty eight days on it.
5: So Ed and Lorraine Warren they had a theory that it took twenty eight days to kind of pierce the veil to the other side to the spiritual world, right? So they picked three teams. I was part of one of one of the teams, and they put us in different locations across the United States. And we had no prior knowledge of any of these locations. And they put us there. They blindfolded us until we got there, had no idea of what was going on. And we had to live in these locations for 28 days straight with no cell phones, no internet, no contact with our family, no contact with the outside world. And uh, it was did an experience, I'll tell you. I would imagine so.
0: Shane, i got to tell you one thing. This is going to be a fun interview, but just to have to look at Dave Schrader's name twice in one day, I already had him on my morning show, and now I can look at his name on this too. Although he did, at the end of the morning show, he said, well, I knew I had to come on my favorite morning show in America. He gave it the big plug at the end, which
5: I thought was oh, funny. Oh, yeah. I, I love Dave. I love Dave. Yeah, Dave's he's, a great guy. such a good guy. I Isn't wouldn't he?
1: think Dave has many morning shows he listens to. <laughs> Probably not. might be not. the end of the night show that he listens to, but not yeah. mornings. <laughs> well, that's
0: true, yeah. It might stay up a little bit late. Well, he just got, got he went to Scotland, he went to Ireland, he, mm-hmm. he was all over the place. My God. So, Shane, do you travel that much as well?
5: Well, I travel a lot throughout the United States. I know next year I'm going to have a tour in Paris, France, and, um stuff like that. So my schedule for next year is is building pretty quickly. Um but no I don't travel near as much as Dave does. He's he's the superstar of, of the paranormal. He goes everywhere.
0: Oh god, could you did you have to say superstar, <laughs> Shane no I gotta... I know,
5: I, I know. He's already got a big enough head. I, I don't need to say <laughs> much yes, <exactly>. more but <laughs> Exactly
0: right. Shane, do you uh so did you grow up in Georgia?
5: Yeah, I grew up and I was mostly raised in Georgia. I was a, a military brat, so oh, we traveled sure. all over, all over the United States. But uh, we found our way back here, back home, and uh, been living here ever since. So. Now, how, where did your
0: interest in the paranormal uh, come from? How how old is it? Did it start when you were a little kid? When did it start?
5: Yeah, it was uh, when I was a little kid. Whenever I was, uh, I was six years old. I had a uh, Really profound vision. It would take a long time to talk about, but I went to my mom with it and told her about it, and she validated a lot of the things that that I saw or whatever. It was very strange, but I remember it even, you know, 32 (laughs) years later. So and no, go ahead, sir.
0: No, sorry, go ahead, sir.
5: No. So then from there, I was having some strange things happen. Uh, As a kid, I remember one time I was in my room. And I was not even laying there for five minutes and my closet door slams. Mm. And I think it's one of my, I think it's one of my siblings just picking on me. So I go and look in the closet and nobody was there. Um, so I lay back down and I was stupid enough to leave the closet door open still. And not long after that, it slams again. And this time I jump up and go to my parents' room. And I was like, look, is somebody playing a trick on me? This is crazy. Right. They're like, Yeah, they're just telling me, Hey, you're trying to stay up, go back to bed, you know, quit playing around. (laughs) And, uh, uh, me, me being the smart guy I was, I left the closet door open again and it slammed for a third time. And then this time my parents ran into my room and they were very religious. So they were praying over me, all this stuff. And I ended up sleeping in their room, uh, that night because we were all freaked out about what was going on. We didn't have any clue of what was happening. Um, and then from there, once I got into my teenage years, I just started researching, trying to read uh, the Hans Holzer books, any books that I can I can read on what was going on with me, because I was trying to figure out sure. why why were these things happening. And uh, then once I found out that there was tech and stuff that people were building to kind of test the atmosphere, test some of the things that I was going on that was going on in my life, I was hooked at that point and. Here I am today. What a story that is. You know, I... go ahead, go
1: ahead. Sorry about that. Did you ever figure out what it was that was slamming the door?
5: No, no, I never did. And the craziest thing, even when I, you know, even in my teenage years, I was very analytical and I, I would always try to figure out what was going on. I didn't want to think it was something otherworldly. I, I wanted to find an explanation. And our house, we had one of those old houses where the carpets were really high. Mm-hmm. So all the doors would kind of scrape across oh, the carpet sure. so I so I knew it wasn't any sort of draft because there was no way that would happen unless there was some sort of force that was pushing the door and uh so yeah we never figured out what was going on and to this day I still have no clue hmm
0: is there in in the whole paranormal world, is there a great deal of joy making contact with maybe a loved one? Or is there also a lot of, of sadness? These people, these entities roaming the earth or wherever they go, kind of looking for, for that spot where they belong. Is there a bit of sadness in that world as well?
5: Yeah, there definitely is. It's, yeah. it's a mixed bag. I mean, you, you, you know that there's more, like the things that I've seen, you know that there's more out there besides this physical plane right but at the same time you're like why why are the ones that we're communicating with why are they still here why are we communicating right uh yeah what's what's going on why can't they move on is there a place to move on or are we just tapping into maybe a different (laughs) dimension or something that they're in you know we we don't know we can speculate and and have a lot of theories about it but the fact of the matter is is we really don't know and we really don't even know if we're communicating with spirits or ghosts uh we like to theorize about that but it could be something altogether different so that's why it's fascinating to me and that's why i continue on my search
0: right i just learned last week the difference between a spirit and a ghost from what i never knew this i grew up a nice catholic boy so i guess i should have known this but a spirit is friendly whereas a ghost is not huh
5: I didn't know that. Yeah, and, well, and, very well, and there's, Yeah, yeah, and there's theories about that. Like that. Oh, that's okay. Kind of, yeah, there's theory. There's uh, different people believe different things when it when it comes to that. Uh, and for the longest time, I was thinking spirits and ghosts is basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, as my research, as I've been going along in my research, I don't know if we can still classify them as spirits or ghosts or if it's something altogether different um it's just it's it's strange (laughs) it's strange the strange and unusual is is kind of what motivates me lately so is
0: is the spirit ghost thing is that part of like is it kind of an unfinished business thing they're still roaming the earth because of unfinished business what is that all about
5: right so hans holzer he he had a theory that you know uh, ghosts were like the, the stay-behinds, right? So they would stay behind, they had unfinished business, uh, or they died tragically, and, mm-hmm. and they didn't know what was going on. Um, or, you know, they don't know that they have moved on, that they have died.
1: Yeah, that's the weird so that, That's
5: yeah. kind of the theory with that, is is they don't know that they have passed, or they have unfinished business, they have messages that they still need to convey to their loved ones, or or to people. Um, before they move on. So,
0: do you, be, because of the paranormal and the rest of it, is there a necessity to believe then uh, in a god or a devil, or is that all part of it? Is that totally separate? And I don't mean to be overtly religious here, but does that right. mean there is a god and a devil?
5: Right. Well, see, I, I grew up in a religious household, so that has kind of been programmed into right. <laughs> My whole belief system, right? So it's kind of it, you always think in that vein. I I know that there's more from what I've seen, right? Mm-hmm. So I you I can't say for sure uh, if there's a devil and a god. I do know that there's good and there's evil, right? There you go. So so in the same in the same vein, you could classify that if you want to name it, could be uh, a god and and Satan. Or devil. Uh but I do know that there's more and you know, for all of us a lot of us that say we know absolutely this is this or this is that, we well, we can't say one hundred percent. No. I could just theorize I could just tell people that yeah, there is more out there. Um and I do believe that there is a creator to all of this. I can tell you that. Hey. Um, that there's gotta be a beginning to it all.
1: It'd be crazy to think of something they could figure it out one hundred percent. I mean, who would you have yeah. to be to
5: know it? You know, yeah, that's like, true. you know.
1: So, and well, what kind of life would you live?
5: You'd have to be like, you'd have to be God. Yeah, you know? it, but for us to have absolute all knowledge, that would classify us as as God, mm-hmm. as all knowing. You know, um, but uh, I do I do believe that there is. There is a beginning. There is a creation to all of this. I mean, just looking around and seeing seeing our world, even with the good and the bad, um, there is a – it seems like there's design to it all, you know, mm-hmm. even when it's chaotic. So
1: so when you do something like that for that number of days and that kind of experience, how I, I, do you feel like you grow as a person by doing that?
5: Oh, I, I grew – so much i mean it was the the hardest thing that i've ever done to stay in a place for 28 days and, and the, the worst part of it all to me was being away from my family mm-hmm. um you know i have four children and it's you know i've never been away from them wow. for as long as a, you know for that 28 days um especially not being able to talk to them or or anything not knowing how they're doing any of that so it it messes with your mind a lot because you're always worrying. Okay, is my family okay? Is, is any you know is something going on while I'm <laughs> while I'm away that I'm not aware of? Sure. Uh, so that plays into it. Um, also, it it validated a lot of things for me. Like without giving too much away, after a certain <laughs> amount of time staying in the house, I uh, started having vivid dreams hmm. and. Throughout the course of it, it, started that those dreams were validated with things that had happened in the house, and I had no prior knowledge of uh, of the location at all. So to have dreams like that and to have them be validated the way they were, it's life changing because then you're you have more questions. You're like, what is this? What is going on? Um, will anybody in this situation have similar? uh things happen to them. I mean, will they open up in a way to where the the house or the location tells them a story that you know otherwise they didn't know you know it's just it's a mind blowing really life changing thing, but it was very rewarding at the same time.
1: <coughs> sorry, so when you went into this did you um did you have a goal of entertainment for what you wanted to have out of the show for something you wanted uh the viewer to get? A, out of it what what was the what was the intent going into into it and now that you've done it i know you probably want people to tune in and well i know not probably you want people to tune yeah, in and watch sure. it you know what what is right. the the idea and how does how did that match with what you had going into it
5: well that's a very good question uh my whole intent going into it was to do something groundbreaking because i knew that the 28 day uh, experiment had never been done before hmm. so that that was one of the things where I was like you know I want to be a part of this groundbreaking experiment I want to push myself um, past my comfort zone because if anybody knows me at all I'm kind of a skittish uh, very jumpy guy and, I, and Dave can tell you that because he sent me to every creepy basement and attic there was <laughs> in existence yeah. I think <laughs> and uh, so I'm very jumpy by nature. So it was one of those things where I wanted to push myself past a comfort zone to see um, if there would be more revelations, you know, that I didn't have before. On top of that, you want to have a good story. You want it to be entertaining. You want um, people to enjoy the story aspect <clears> of it <throat> all. But like I said before, I had no clue what the story was at my location. And that was that was the difficult part is going into it completely blind and not really knowing if the place was truly haunted at all. I mean, like, uh, you're told, okay, you're going to a haunted place, but you don't know if it is. Uh, it could have just been, could have been some random house
3: mm-hmm.
5: and we had no clue. So I, I wanted to, I'm going around in circles here, but I just wanted to go and push myself wanted to be a part of a groundbreaking experiment which we were and that was my initial intent of it all
6: if you're fascinated by aliens ghosts cryptid creatures like bigfoot then i have the show for you the paranormal 60 with dave schrader each week we investigate different claims of the supernatural bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms tune in to TV. Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, IR Radio, and Apple Podcasts.
0: The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Tom here with my good friend, CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, I was out in Maple Grove the other day, saw your new branch that's under construction. It's looking great.
6: Thanks, Tommy. We're very excited to open our new Maple Grove branch in the Arbor Lakes area later this year. Well, the way I
0: do math, that's the sixth North American banking company, and you only have five fingers. How'd you get to six?
6: I used my computer. <laughs> we better not ad lib. <laughs> All
0: right, we won't ad lib. My people. Will, oh, well you're not mean. that good at it. Oh, yes, yeah, that's true. That's, right? You yes, know, right. we
6: have locations in Roseville, 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, and Shoreview.
0: One thing I like about being a North American Banking Company customer is I can do a lot of my banking online or on your mobile app, but sometimes it helps to go in and talk to one of your friendly
6: bankers in person. Everybody loves when you visit, Tommy. We hope to see you in Maple Grove soon.
0: So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender.
1: Just just a side note are there ever any houses you go into or 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 you know you get ready to do a show where you find out that nah it's really a you know there's nothing there or you know or nobody shows up?
5: Yeah, believe it or not uh, it happens all the time. Oh really uh, yeah, so you'll have you'll have families sometimes that'll live in different places and and they're terrified they're freaked out. <laughs> And you go in there and you can explain to them, okay, these are natural things that are going on. Hmm. So you put them at ease, which is another really cool thing about my job. I'm able to do that, um, to kind of put people at ease and, and lower their fear level. So a lot of times they'll watch, uh, shows like ours Mm -hmm. and, and their mind starts racing and they start they start oh well man that that noise that we're hearing every night that's got to be a ghost or that's got to be a demon hiding in a closet somewhere you know and we're able to go in and able to tell them look all, all of these sounds are just natural sounds it's different things it's your ac kicking on at certain times of the night or it's you know uh the floorboards are contracting and all of that mm-hmm. because of the, the temperature level in the house um and you think you're hearing footsteps, but it's not. It's just your, your floor is settling. So, yeah, it happens more than than what you think. And with these television shows, uh, you'll see the high-intensity moments of things that have that have gone on, right? But we've filmed 672 hours, just our, our location alone. We filmed 24-7 for 28 days straight. Wow. And you're only seeing an hour and a half. Of our story. Sure. Right. Maybe not even that much. So you're only seeing bits and pieces of hours of footage. It took hours of footage just to have some of those moments that we captured on film. Um, So people, they get a a misconception. It's like, oh, every place you go, there's things happening. But you don't realize behind the scenes how many hours that it takes to get that one nugget, that one little piece of evidence that we've gotten, so sure, yeah.
0: You know what I really like about this is I should I should tell you, Shane, by the way, that my whole life I've either been in radio, in voiceover, or working for Capitol Records. So I've been in the record business, the voiceover business, and radio business. So I have had scam artists coming at me for my entire life, right? Now there right, have to be right. some people involved in your business that are flat-out scam artists. How do you weed them out?
5: Um, you know that's that's tough because oh yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of people that claim that there are certain things that they're not, and there's a there's a lot uh, out there. I I would say that be very analytical because a, a lot of people think just because I'm in this feel that, you know, I don't have any skepticism at all and I believe everything (laughs) that that comes my way. And that's not, it's not true. I I really feel that a healthy level of skepticism is very important. Always question and say, can it be something else? Um, Are the words that are being said or thrown my way? um, Can I, can I pick them apart and try to figure out is there another uh, thing that's going on here besides what I'm being told? Is it ghosts and spirits or is it something that I can explain? I think skepticism is highly important. Yeah. And I think think people viewing even what we do with a healthy level of skepticism um, is imperative. It's something that needs to be done. Uh, Don't believe everything that you're told or everything that you see. Um, Pick it apart. Do your own research. Um, I think that's how you weed it out. Well, the amazing thing is that all the things I mentioned, again,
0: radio and the record business and voiceover and all that stuff, anything that has to do with numbers can be scammed. And people don't understand that whether it's ratings for this or ratings for that or downloads or this or that, it all can be scammed. And that's why you have to you have to really keep an eye on everybody and everything because if there are numbers involved, they're going to try to move those numbers around, baby.
1: Well, it's money. Right. It's, yeah. all money. Yeah, it's, right. all it's all money. It's all about money. And yeah. That's what those scams are about. They're not no about anything else. They're about money and figuring out how to make more of it.
0: Right. Yeah, no question about it. So do you have one particular or maybe a couple particular – Episodes in your life where you were
5: maybe a lot more frightened than you wanted to be? Oh, for sure. So uh, I was a part of an, another show, too, called The Holzer Files with sure. Dave Schrader. Sure. Yep. And um, I, I remember our first season, um, there was this place in Henderson, Texas, called the Howard Dickinson House. And, of course, I'm sent down to the basement, which is no surprise. And, <laughs> so are, and, hang on so to, are you
1: Dave's gym? Remember Jim with uh, Mutual <laughs> of Omaha? Oh yeah, Jim, yeah. Jim, Jim wrestled the alligator. Yeah, Jim I wrestled I the alligator. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I, you know. I,
5: I like to give him a hard time, but you know he, he was pushing me and he was he was teaching me some things. But yeah, it was uncomfortable at the time. Uh, but he sent me to this basement, and um, after a few hours of being in there, I started getting a splitting headache, um, and I was starting to get emotions that were not my own. I'm I'm a pretty mellow guy by nature, but I was really irritated. I wanted to lash out and I was wanting to Physically, like harm Dave. Like I just had this overwhelming wow. feeling to harm Dave, which I now know, after knowing him for a while, that was probably natural feeling. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, that's what I was gonna say, Sean. And
5: Shane, who hasn't
0: wanted but, to hurt Dave, you know.
5: <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I started having feelings that were not my own, and uh, it was just a really bad situation. It wasn't like I was possessed or anything, but I was, I was feeling emotions that were definitely not my own. And uh, come to find out after our research of the case, um, there had been a man that had uh, committed suicide there in, in the basement. And uh, with that, you know, having the headache and everything like that. So it was almost like I was feeling the emotion that he had felt uh, before he had passed.
3: Huh.
5: And it's one of those situations where I, I don't ever want to feel like I'm not in control ever again. That was one of the most terrifying things that that I ever went through, and it, it a few days later I was still dealing with it. You know, even after leaving the location.
1: With what you're doing, aren't you setting yourself up to do more of that?
5: You know, yeah, <laughs> you are. There's always that. There's always that danger of something like that happening throughout uh, those experiences and what I. have what i've learned is i think intent is very important i think when you're going into a location with a certain level of fear or thinking that something negative is going to happen nine times out of ten that's what's going to happen okay but I, but i think the opposite happens as well Is if you go into it and you're only wanting the positive in that situation and you only want to take something of value that you can take with you after the fact i think um the same is true. You can get positive aspects of, of doing what we do. So I, I go into it, and I try to I try to go into it with that level of intent. Do you? I, I'm only wanting the good out of the situation. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you and Dave talk about those kind of things?
5: We talk about it all the time. In fact, uh, he's helped me a lot in those areas um, because, again, like I said, I'm a very jumpy guy, and I, I get I get scared pretty easily. And uh, he'll have long conversations with me about, Shane, it's all about you going into it and wanting the best out of these situations uh, to learn and to, and to further your knowledge in what's going on. So he's been a a valuable help in, in my career. I mean, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't for Dave. So, so I this, give him a lot of credit.
1: This must be quite the lifetime challenge for you then.
5: It really is. It really is. It, t- to me, what I take out of it is it's all about growth and learning, right? I mean, we're all searching for something. Um, we we have different things that we're searching for, but I think that this, you know, there's more beyond this life is something that's so fascinating to me. Right. Hmm. And, and and to even get bits and pieces of what that actually is, is is so rewarding, is something that that keeps me driving and keeps me pushing forward.
0: Shane Pittman, with us, ladies and gentlemen. Twenty-eight Days Haunted is now the highest-rated and watched paranormal show in the history of paranormal programming. Uh, what drove that in, in your mind, Shane? Why? Why Twenty-eight Days? Why did it get so hot? I mean, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Everybody knows them because of all the the, the, the incidents and the movies and all the rest of it. But how? How? What's Twenty-eight Days Haunted all about?
5: Well, you know, I think the reason why it, it drove and it the ratings were <laughs> what they were is because it, it was an experiment that was never done before. Nobody's ever seen oh, it. Yeah. And in our genre, it's kind of like we, we see the cookie cutter stuff. We see um, the shows that kind of have the same format. So with our show, with the 28 Days, it was a completely different format. There was there were no cameramen in our in our locations, um, they were all robotic cameras. Oh wow! So, really? yeah, yeah. So th- there were people in control rooms that were controlling those cameras, and it was just us in those locations. There, there was nobody else to rely on or to lean on <laughs> if things got a little scary. It was just us and our team, and I think that's kind of what drove the interest up because people had never seen it before
1: have you have you gotten back to look where you look at yourself and you think god dang i look crazy at that point
5: (laughs) yeah oh all the time Uh, i i can't (laughs) i can't watch the stuff too much because there's some points that it kind of goes full circle again and i i kind of relive some of those moments some of those strange moments and uh So, yeah, it's very hard to to watch and kind of go back and see myself in this situation. Are
1: your kids old enough to watch it?
5: Uh, Yeah, I have three teenagers, and then I have a nine-year-old. But to be honest with you, they they could care less. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're like, oh, yeah, Dad, you're on TV. Cool. Uh, Let me go play my video game. That's just (laughs) basically how it is. Um, They my nine-year-old is interested but i won't let her watch okay i know how i know how uh scared she'll get uh but yeah they they know about it they're old enough to watch but they just don't have much it. of <laughs> you there. know
0: what's hilarious about that shane is i just relive part of my life andy who's the engineer on the on the show here one of the people on the show is my son and i, I as i told you i was in the voiceover business for 35 40 years whatever And as my children were growing up, they were born and they were growing up and growing up and they get a little older, a little older, and they never cared, oh, dad's on TV, who cares, whatever, good for you, and oh, their dad's voice is on the radio, and, uh, you know, they just never cared about that until I did, I think it was, was it for a cereal, Andy? Was it for a breakfast cereal?
3: (laughs) I thought it was for, like, a fast food or something like that. It was for... Um, Monsters Inc. Oh, oh that's right. Cereal. It was oh. Monsters Inc. cereal, right? It, I think it was. Yeah, it was either a cereal or like a toy coming out of McDonald's or something like yeah, that. so. Some, they, it was related to junk food somehow. But the greatest thing about it, Shane, is oh my
0: God, Dad's promoting Monsters Inc. How cool is that? All of a sudden, cool because it's Monsters Inc., Shane. Right, right. Yeah, well,
5: my <laughs> kids, they thought it was really cool. Oh my God, you're on Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> and. and, 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 and they're like man that's so cool and then that fizzled out so quick i mean they were excited for all of maybe 10 minutes and then it went away i think it's phenomenal do you still (laughs) i know we
0: only have a few minutes left do you have still have a couple of things in your life that you want to get to that you want to do that you want to investigate
5: yeah uh so uh one of my bucket list locations is the catacombs in And France, uh, which which I'm going to be able to go to next year, which is I'm going to be able to mark that off the list. Uh, That's one of the locations and one location I know I'll never be able to go to. But the White House, that's (laughs) uh, there's there's stories, there's uh, like uh, centuries. I mean, there's hauntings that are just, you know, people are talking about and people know about. But you will never have that level of clearance to be able to, to go you, and investigate. There. Why do you think that? What, the hauntings?
1: No, that uh, that you'd never be able to get that level of clearance. I bet you with the right president you could do it.
5: Uh, well, I, I think there'd be a bunch of loopholes you'd have to jump through. Um, and the level of security, oh, yeah. clearance. I mean, I that it would be really tough. And, and you're right. There could be... St- one president that may let you through, but then again, to do the level of investigating that you want to do, uh, you when you have uh, a dozen uh secret service around you, I mean, it's going to be kind of hard to do any real investigating when they're all standing around you, so yeah, you can do it when uh,
1: they're, they're gone, and you can get this worked out. Yeah, there you, get you the go. The right circumstance,
5: you know, <laughs> the
0: last few days of a president's presidency, you just go in there and go, "Hey, you're leaving anyway. What's yeah. the difference?
1: Come on, let
6: me." Let me yeah, mess yeah, things might up as well do it. Yeah.
0: That'd be cool. Now, I've been. Hey. Have you ever been in the White House at all? I, I have not. I have. Yeah, I have too. Mm-hmm. It's pretty pretty fascinating. Uh, and I've had a couple of friends that that slept overnight in the Lincoln. Oh wow! Bedroom. Really? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. With which president?
0: Uh, that was Clinton. Oh, Okay, yeah. and and
1: I think oh, wow. Mike stayed That's there amazing. with
0: Trump. I think,
1: yeah, Lindell. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, Lindell I think Lindell did, did with Trump. Yeah. But apparently, I'm, they,
5: sh- I'm sure just I'm sure just walking into the uh, into the White House and there's probably like, did you? How did you feel whenever you walked in? It was really it was weird, like, and, mm-hmm. It was way
0: overwhelming and really weird because you're like, I'm in the White House, my mm-hmm. God. And the other important thing. I'll get to this right after this quick statement, but but the friends that I had that stayed there, they both stayed in the Lincoln bedroom and said, that is the most haunted room in the entire White House, I guess.
5: Oh, wow. Yeah, you hear stories about it, and, and that's, yeah. what, that's kind of what it, it's a dream location. Um, but, yeah, you hear where people have seen uh, Lincoln's ghost. Wow. There. You know, they really love those. How do, how
1: do you know it's Lincoln,
5: though? <laughs> I mean, yeah, how do you? Well, it's Lincoln bedroom. Well, well Link, the Lincoln well, Bedroom you, doesn't matter. Seeing, yeah, if you're seeing his face, too, or if you're seeing any type of, uh he was a very unique looking character. So uh, I guess, I'm, I'm but sure it seems it like is, you could
1: be somebody who looks like Lincoln. You know, I mean, yeah. True. I don't think it's Lincoln
0: necessarily. It's doing the haunting. It's just the Lincoln Bedroom right. that's haunted. But, yeah. uh right. and this is kind of an aside. The Supreme Court. When you walk in there, you look up at the dais up there, at, you know, where they're all sitting at the docket and all the rest of it. And back in those days, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was uh, still on the Supreme Court, still alive, obviously. Her chair was about two feet higher than everybody you else's. Know. It was just amazing. She was that oh, short. Wow.
1: Yeah, you can't walk in the front <laughs> door there anymore. They make you come in the really? side. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, they don't allow we walked you. Through
0: the front. And do you remember? You were there. Yeah. yeah.
5: yeah, That was a long time ago. Yeah, we yeah. walked in the front door.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah no, they've changed it. You. you can't do some of the things you could do
2: before. Uh.
5: See, that, that's another cool thing about my job is I get to go to a lot of really cool historical places. And I think the history is just as fascinating as um, the alleged hauntings that's going on. Yeah, you know, Just, I agree. just being immersed in the history is, is fascinating. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: Shane Pittman, 28 Days Haunted, streaming on Netflix. Shane, I'm sorry that we both have to know, Dave. It's too bad.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I know, but we'll get through it together (laughs) we'll We'll get through it it together together.
0: shoulder to shoulder Shane (laughs) Shane thank you so much for your time come back soon all right
5: Hey, thank you so much for having me. that's oh, Our, a good
0: our day. pleasure. You did a great job. Shane Pittman, ladies and gentlemen.
6: If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you, The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in, Pocket Casts, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, CastBox, Spotify, IR Radio, and Apple Podcasts.
0: The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids
2: Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota.
0: That's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is?
2: Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate.
0: And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if I'm hanging out with you. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant.
1: That was interesting.
0: It was indeed. So, Andy, how old were you when we were in in, uh, Washington, D.C.? I want to say, like, maybe... 15? I think that's about right. I think, yeah, 15 and 13 for you mm-hmm. and Alex.
1: Since I last saw you, you've had a birthday. Happy birthday in there, Andy. Thank
0: you. Andy's birthday just 36. a few days ago. 36 years
3: old. Jeez,
1: 30. I remember when you were born. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I do. Because he was on the radio talking yeah. about you. Oh, yeah, yeah I suppose. Yeah. He was excited about it. Then he met you. Then
0: <laughs> yeah. I met Andy and I was no longer excited. It just ruined everything. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm well, glad you described
1: you, you described it as when the twins won the World Series as the second most important thing that had happened in your life to that point.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, that's exactly Alex, right. Andy birth came, is number one.
0: Andy came first, yeah. and then the World Series yeah. came. Catherine the...
1: got in there a little bit later mm-hmm. on. <laughs>
0: yeah. Alex too. Yeah, she was. Well, uh, through Alex. Alex yeah. wasn't born yet, though. Was she? Yeah, no, she wasn't born Not until eighty nine. Yeah, yeah 89.
1: she wasn't born after. She was born after.
0: So the she and I asked and I said to her, a matter of fact, a couple of years ago, I said, God. Remember that second World Series? She goes, I was one and a half. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't remember it either. No, <laughs> so do. Well, you were six, though.
3: 1990. I thought it was 91. Oh, no, it was it 91, 91. You're right. Yeah, was so I was, I was were, turning five. So you I was were turning five. Yeah. What uh, month? It would be October. October yeah. no, so yeah, or I had, November. I had, October had I was yeah. just about exactly five years old. So that's yeah, you pretty were. young. Mm-hmm
0: that's true but I'm really glad that you do remember Washington DC that was very special we went to the Vietnam War Memorial oh, yep, the Lincoln. Yeah. we went all over it's the great,
1: place. a great that that whole town is amazing there are so such amazing things when you see how big yeah, the, oh God, the, yeah. the 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 the, um, the Washington Monument is and the Lincoln Memorial mm-hmm. those are huge
0: and then at eighth and I some guy tried to hit Andy up for money so I had to go over and tell him you let my son go or I'll kill you mm-hmm. you know that was a nice touch mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. even remember, remember that guy grabbing you? I don't remember that, no. Yeah, because he grabbed you, which I didn't like very much at all. Mm. It's like, let's not be grabbing my son. What do you say? It's going to be the mistake of your life, as a matter of fact, if you don't let him go. And then he dropped everything. Remember that? You don't remember
1: any of it Well, you probably well. don't.
0: Yeah, I, actually, it's a good thing you don't remember <laughs> yeah, He dropped Andy,
1: which was important. Oh,
0: yeah, exactly. But was weird is that as soon as that guy let Andy go... A taxi pulled up, and the guy goes, get in. So apparently a taxi driver was watching this whole thing going on, and Ethan not the Oh, most the taxi
1: driver told you to get in, not yes, the homeless not the guy. guy who was grabbing Andy. No, 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 the taxi driver <laughs> saw it happening. Like, this is, I will find you. you yeah, know? I will track go, you down. You're Liam Neeson
3: on this whole deal. <laughs> Liam Neeson. He's got a new movie. What is he in right now? He's in a new hey, movie. Who knows? He's always yeah, got a new knows? movie. It's always the same thing. It's too. probably
1: about trying to, you know, stop a plane or capture his kid. Well or, you would you think. Know. I love those taken movies though. I,
0: he thought he was, great I, movies. Yeah, I thought he was good. Yeah. Yeah. Some people don't like him. I think it's because he dropped
3: the big N.
1: Well, he also gets a little anti-gun ish at times. Oh, yeah, does he? he does. Yeah, he's he's got a lot of views. He you
3: know. is in a movie called Memory. Yep, that would be his latest. In which he plays a hitman.
1: Yep, that would be shocking. No, <laughs> yeah. what? He plays uh, a
3: hitman? Yeah. It's a Hitman with early dementia. Oh. What? Wow. So it's like a combination between memento and hitman, yeah, that's I suppose. True. Hit memento. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got early onset Alzheimer's. Wow. And he gets a hit and then, you know. Forgets about it, apparently. I suppose that would make it difficult, yes. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that's well, how probably. Old is true. Liam Neeson? He's 70. That's he's not, God, he's that. He's that's 70, not technically down, huh? early onset, I don't think. No.
0: no.
1: He's 70,
3: wow. Yeah, I'm not surprised. He's put together pretty well for a 70-year-old guy. Oh, God, yeah, he is, you know? absolutely is. no what is early onset? Early onset is oh, below 65, so yeah, no, he would be normal onset. Oh, really? I didn't know. know that. It was 65? I guess that's why it's retirement age. Boy, that's a little early, don't you think? Mm-hmm. I don't Depends know. Depends on don't how remember. you live, I think. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm not going to read this story until I get home, but I do want to read this story. The headline reads jerry lee lewis's life was even wilder than you knew wow how could it be yeah. how could it be wild he
1: married his 15 year old cousin 13 year old cousin yeah that just yeah
0: married seven great times. balls
3: of fire you know
0: he was married seven times oh he yeah. was the great balls of fire guy
1: he yeah, was, he was. Oh, a whole yeah. lot
3: of shaking going on oh. okay yeah. okay Absolutely! Wow, he was—he did
1: not look good in the last couple years.
3: Yeah, you rarely do. That's true. Well,
1: some do. Not a Liam lot of people look good. Yeah.
3: Not a lot of people die looking good.
1: <laughs> that's
0: probably true.
3: Probably true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we got Kostaki coming up in about
0: ten minutes, but I want to kind of—I don't want to spend a lot of. One thing I've decided is, see, if, let me run this by the both both of you and our listeners because I talked about it on the morning show a little bit, and. I was thinking to myself, well, it's not just the news that I don't like watching anymore. I know it's really negative and there's a lot of lying and trying to get bigger sponsors and make more money and blah, blah, blah. But I started taking an inventory. Uh, Doesn't matter whether it's MSNBC or it's Fox or if it's CNN or whatever. I don't like those reporters. No, They're either very smug or very, very arrogant. Hmm. I, I, I don't understand why. What do you got to come in and bust up the equipment? What are do you doing? Lifted a little bit. That's a disaster.
1: I am a disaster. Trying to lift it a little bit. A a so a little bit. Um, yeah, not like the reporters. Eh, I don't know. I don't. I don't spend a lot of time analyzing who's giving me the news. I guess I don't know. I
0: do because they, they yeah. annoy the piss out of me.
1: I know. They they're, think they're, they're funny arrogant. and they're
0: yeah. not funny. Yeah. Is that? there's one in particular? And I'll just say he's on Fox. I will not say which one it is. He is the least funny human being, John? and he always tries to be funny. Yeah, um, I just don't get it. I, I think they made a they when they started
1: selling stuff. Yeah, when right. they started making yep. money, You're and right. they became their own personalities versus just being what they were. That that changed what they did and how they did it. You know, uh, versus just you know. Doing what they do, um, but yeah, that whole, but they made a lot of money. I mean, Rush made a ton of money oh, doing Rush it. Oh, Rush made um, fifty million. You know, a year. Hannity's yeah. made a lot of money. Um, yeah. uh, Tobin's made a lot of money. Um, Cuomo's made a lot of money. Those guys yeah. made a lot of money. You know.
0: Oh yeah, thirty million a year, $40, $50 million bucks a year. Yeah. Why didn't I do that? I could be yeah, with the of Yeah. What's wrong with you? I could get in there, lie like they do.
1: Uh, you could. Yeah. I'm not you could. No, them. you couldn't. You couldn't. No, I you couldn't. couldn't. I could that. not do that I job. Did, I could see you suddenly trying to. No, that would. You wouldn't be good. That at would not.
0: You know, know who I really like? Yeah. yeah you're yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, when they try to be funny and they just force the humor, it's like don't. Mm-hmm. Do, it sounds terrible when you yep. do that. Don't try to be funny because if you're trying, you're not funny. No. But and then you get these other reporters who sit there with this. This sad look on their face like there's no such thing as good news. Yeah, It's like, Jesus, would you brighten up the day a little bit? Let's go.
1: You and I, and uh, you guys were talking about this when I came in, but um, you and I were talking. It's it's really sad the point that we've gotten to on this whole Pelosi thing because it's either you don't believe him. And it didn't really happen, or it did happen, and then this is really horrible that it happened. Absolutely, you know, it's like it's this bizarre world of like I know nothing's
0: real or nothing has an effect. I it's just, I
1: don't know. It's crazy. I mean, the you whole know? problem. I,
0: the only problem I got with that whole thing, and I've only seen the picture once is if a guy broke in why is the glass on the outside of the house
1: I don't that know about that is no that, sense? is that the case
0: Well that's what the picture I saw the, oh, okay. the glass, it looked like somebody busted it from inside not the outside no. I mean I don't know I you know well first of all all of those people in that if you're a billionaire and you're, you're in politics you lie a lot Well
1: if you're in politics there's a lot of people with a lot of money in politics Oh, I mean God, they yes. they've they've made a lot of money on speeches I mean
0: which should you know, not be allowed by th- the way
1: Well <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, uh, the more you put restrictions on it, the more you make it so only millionaires can be senators and house members because they're the only ones who can financially do it. You don't have,
0: I to, suppose, you know. Yeah.
1: So so you got to create some system where they can you know make money and still do stuff. But then alternatively, as soon as you bring that in, then you start coming in with you know these other issues. My my biggest concern has always been the change from. From representatives coming from the military or coming from the Peace Corps or coming right, from right. some background versus people who come in with nothing. They they seem to have right. no belief. Right. And then they create some belief as they run. And suddenly I believe in, you know, green grass and that's my thing. And I know. and they don't really have that basis, but they raise lots of money. I mean, green and um and uh, what's her name? The Boback, the the congresswoman from Colorado. They bring in tons of money. Oh,
0: lots and, and lots. And when you of
1: bring money. in that kind of money, they're going to let you be a little crazy.
0: Well, Liz <laughs> Cheney know? in the last six years made $12 million extra. Yeah. It's like, what? No.
1: Yeah. What did you do? Dick's gotta be going, What did I do yeah, wrong? I was
0: thinking, oh, wait, what? What's that all yeah. yeah? I just really wish they'd serve the people. Do you think they'll ever serve the people again? Because they don't serve the people. Well, they, they pocket money.
1: They serve they serve constituents Um, I mean, whatever extreme extreme belief you got, they got some group of people that they're trying to serve in some way. The question is, is trying to serve everybody? And then you got this kind of response from people that that you got people now that don't seem to want to be served by everybody like they yeah. and, 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 and i'll just pick him out because he's president right now you've got some people that are so anti-biden mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what he does it, it they they will refuse anything if he suddenly decided i'm gonna pave your street gold tomorrow they'd have a complaint
0: about it because it's coming from him well for me the problem with him is he has no problem trashing the other side I don't like that from presidents. I do not. I've never. Politics is now. I know. And I'm not talking Republicans, Democrats. Do not trash the other side.
3: You're the president. Shut up.
1: Although one of the governors came out yesterday and said he won't negative campaign. I won't. I refuse to. Good. works for me, which is good. I've seen several
3: campaign ads against my will because they're everywhere. Yeah. Oh, God. 80% of them. I don't think even mention a single policy of the person who's no, running. No, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about somebody. this guy is evil, so vote for me because I'm less evil. You don't know what I'm well, going to do, but I'm not evil, so. so I got stuck
1: watching the football game last night, the late one. You know, oh, I was yeah. watching the, yeah. the, the Bills destroy the Vickers. Um, but yeah. um, I'm oh, watching it. They... It's like, Angie Craig is the worst thing in the I know, world. I know. I hate Oh, Tyler, Tyler uh, Kissner is the worst I thing know, in the world. And likely. they're like, back to back, I'm doing great things and I'm drinking beer. Oh, I have a family. It's like, like four yep. commercials within within three seconds that all say, or within three minutes, that all
0: say exactly opposite with yep. each other. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. Well, and I'll tell you, I'll give you an example. I've never met Angie Craig in person, mm-hmm. but I've I talked have. to her on the phone a yeah, few times. I, I like Angie Craig. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with all of her politics, but she doesn't agree with all of mine, and that all works on hand. But she's very friendly. She's very nice. <laughs> And I even took offense. You know when he shows that picture of her opening her eyes (laughs) wider? Why are you trying to make her look like a clown or something? She
1: votes with Nancy Pelosi 100% of the time. She is Omar in the back (laughs) (laughs) pocket.
2: My favorite question on
1: Angie Craig was they had a commercial, and they still run it a little bit, but they ran it the last campaign, which is her with this really high-pitched voice. She's oh, screaming, Craig. yeah. She's like oh, screaming have uh, that and I think. And someone actually asked me, "Does she talk like that all the time?" It's like, no. Wait,
6: what? She's
1: a very pleasant. Person. I know, but who thinks anybody would well, talk like? True. I mean, Gilbert
3: Godfrey, yeah. maybe. If you got <laughs> one hear his real you know. voice, yeah. So there you go. Have we ever had a politician that was like that? There was like a character more than a person. Ru- Rudy Perpich had a kind of uh, weird, kind of a, a weird deal. He was a TV um, guy first.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think anybody else that I would put in the character range. You could argue
3: um, Trump to a point. Uh,
1: I get eh, maybe. How about Frankie uh,
0: Yankovic? How about him? Was uh, he was he a showman? He was a very
1: different Congress uh, senator than he was as a comedian. I'm trying to think if there's anybody that I would put. You know, there's probably old time. Southern congressmen
0: that were like,
4: dear, 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 you know, kind of. How about Huey Long? Huey
0: Long was
1: a, he was a, he was a character. So
3: and did you ever hear Bob his Bob Franklin says Jesse, but I don't think that was a character. I think yeah. that was Jesse. Oh, yeah, That's, Jesse
1: did live his gimmick. It yeah. is a gimmick. Yeah. It's no. a character. You think so? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. yes.
3: He's still doing
0: it. Well, because
1: you knew him as Terry Boa or Terry, what was his real name? Oh, um, Jim,
0: Jimmy, Jim Janos. Jim
1: Janos. You knew yeah. him as Jim, yes. Jim Janos. And yep. that was a different guy than what he was as he a was wrestler. He was in the gym
0: like he was. At, you know, <coughs> he was basically until st- steroids came along, he was tall and thin because he was a swimmer. Yeah. At Roosevelt High School,
1: yeah, that was the reason why the whole story about what he supposedly said um, to the um, in the military with that punch and everything, I never believed that because at the heart, Jesse believes certain things in certain ways that I believe. I, I believe he would never say that about seals the way they claimed he did. In yeah, that fight. I know what yeah. you're
0: saying. Yep. Did he really get beaten up for that?
1: Well, that was the question, is because they were claiming in the book that he got beaten up. I right. was like, I wasn't right. beaten up. That's bullshit. And that was the lawsuit.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah right. I remember that's that. that. Yeah. Yeah, but
1: going right. back to the character issue, you were you were saying on something about Jesse? I think.
0: No, I mean Jesse. Well, let's let me just put it frankly. Jesse believes his own bullshit. He does. Well, he does. He yeah. believes his own bullshit. Yeah. It's it's amazing watching him.
1: Hey, but I think that comes over time. I I think Rush actually believed his story oh, I after agree. time. And when you look I at agree. it, he used to be a, a Democrat when he when he worked yeah. for the Royals. And, yep. and I think it becomes you know the same thing. I, I'm Where reading, the money is? Who's, who's that guest we had a couple weeks ago? Um, uh, what's his name? He's uh, uh, Norm Coleman's cousin. Um, oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. your buddy. His book is really good. That's what his I book heard. Has a I lot of good stuff really in good. It. I just think he gets extreme, which is where I'm like, yeah, whatever. But but I think at the basis, there's a lot of good things there, and I think all people have that. It's just they start getting to their gimmick, and you know their gimmick becomes for him it is what it is, and you know you go from there.
0: Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I I look at it the same way. There's. I always try to look for the good in some people. Some people have no good. I'm sorry, but, you know, that's just <laughs> the way do, it is.
1: You just got to look harder. Boy,
0: you're going to have to look uh-huh. deep in some of these people. Uh-huh. There's no doubt about that. But I just I just don't think you're showing true leadership and all you do is badmouth other people. No. And uh, they both sides right now are doing it horribly. And I really wish they'd stop. Yeah. Because it's a really bad example for young people in America today. Yeah. You know, particularly I don't like it. And whether it was Trump or now Biden, when they constantly bat, you're the president, stop bad yeah. people. Yeah. You know, it's time to stop, and they both did it.
6: If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in. Pocket Casts, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, IR Radio, and Apple Podcasts. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. And we are back
0: with stretches picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple?
4: None of the above.
0: Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick?
4: I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning.
0: What? It's not a football team.
4: Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which
6: means
0: you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit saberheating.com. is expensive enough.
3: And speaking of bad mouthing people, yeah,
0: let's bad mouth this. Guy. I don't. No Greeks allowed. <laughs> no Greeks allowed on the show today.
4: I'm I'm out of the mix. That old smear. No, yeah. we're just. How talking. are you guys? How How
1: do the Vikings keep winning, Kostaki? Just tell me this.
4: <laughs> They're better than you think. Good news, right? I don't
1: know that. Uh, it's it's. Uh, it was something yesterday. It
4: was amazing. Mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson. He's more fun than George Jefferson. Yeah, that is oh, true. Oh, here Ba-dum-pum. we go. Moving on I'm Moving on up, movin on up <laughs> to the east side. I love that. I love that song. That's a catchy song. It is it a is. catchy song. Good flow. How do the Falcons win? That's the more interesting question for me. They're know. an interesting squad. They're number one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Usually we don't get to say that unless it's April. Yep. That's true. That's uh, true. This week, the Falcons are dressing up as a playoff team. <laughs> oh, I like that. They're experimenting with That division is not good. They're the top of the bottom, which is not something you want to say too loud in rural Georgia. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
4: Who had the Falcons in first place? Not even Calvin Ridley had money on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Speaking of unearned wins, hats off to the Falcons. Did you see what happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, the Panthers falconed their way to an overtime loss. You could say the Panthers were dressed as the Falcons, right? <laughs> That's true. DJ Moore took off his helmet to celebrate the would be winning touchdown, and but they got the- a penalty and mixed, oh, missed the extra re- point. Yep. Oh, I know. No. I know. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to do that. No. Who drew up the play? The Marks Brothers? What's, what's happening? <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, the Falcons are, this is interesting. The Falcons are paying Matt Ryan like $30 million to Go, not play still? for them this year. Wow. And now the Colts are playing, are paying Matt Ryan to not play for them. <laughs> yeah. Too. yeah. If anyone wants me to, you know, anyone wants to pay me a ton of money to not tell jokes, <laughs> you know, give me a call. What's your number? I'm available. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I enjoy that. That's very understated. Thank you. Funny, Thank you. Good timing. Good <laughs> timing. A-plus.
0: <laughs> All right.
4: Uh, can we pay Congress not to work for a while?
0: <laughs> we were just talking about They're that. They're really right? working. They're just fighting right now. Up. They're yeah. staying out of it. They do. They have to shut up. They really do. God, it's uh, the negative, horrible people.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a question. Is Giselle going to snag a new quarterback at the trade deadline?
0: <laughs> well, you, that's what we're wondering. You know, they, they did some guesses as to who the two of them are going to date.
4: Oh, that's fun. And they, they brought they up, uh, up
0: they brought up uh, Leonardo DiCaprio for her. Oh, she's um, way, way too old. She's way too
3: old for him, though. Yeah, because he's, like, he's yeah, like twelve year old. Yeah, yeah, what? He's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know About twelve. Yeah, I know, but, but yeah. I mean, what is she like? Forty something?
1: Yeah, because doesn't he dump him as soon as they turn thirty or twenty five? Yeah, twenty five. It's like some weird. Yeah, yeah twenty five.
3: Yeah. And then on the
0: other side, they're they're t- Tom Brady. Yeah, good luck with this one. Tom Brady's going to
3: hook up with Kim Kardashian. No way. I don't
1: think <laughs> he so. He wouldn't have time for that. Hell, no. no. no a lot no, of maintenance.
3: No, no yeah, way. No. you got to no, keep the injections going <laughs> or else she deflates. I mean, we who has time? Exactly. got to get the bike pump out all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The bike pump. <laughs> <You> gotta, the <laughs> PSI has to be just right. <laughs> it does, absolutely. <laughs>
4: uh,
3: what Giselle do you think? Should
4: get, uh, she should get Matt Ryan. He's got plenty of time to hang out with her kids. That's know, true. Nice.
0: Is there any word on why those kids? Was it really the fact that he unretired that pissed her off? Who knows? Uh, that's
4: sort of the buzz. Yeah. But I, you know, I, having just been through some of this myself, marriage is complicated. It's not any one yeah. thing. I didn't know you were worth two hundred and fifty million. Really? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he just starts laughing. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Yes. Me neither, baby. How would you like that? You know, I'm only worth two fifty, and you're worth four hundred and fifty. So. <laughs> Why don't yeah. you pay for lunch?
1: My guess it's not money that's yeah. the issue.
0: No, it's not. Well, no, yeah. of course. It's, it's not. about winning the battle. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: maybe it's about At, eating a
0: carrot. Maybe somebody decided, I want a freaking carrot. I want a carrot. Yeah, works and for me.
4: My guess, too, is that it's probably not about working and not working because they're both type A workable yeah, characters. Yeah, that's true. Yep. That's and even true. if he left football, he would just go immediately into the next series sure. of things. Yeah,
0: the
1: next
4: next work.
0: Well, doesn't he already have? Somebody told
4: me he already has a contract
0: that's worth like three hundred million dollars to do play by play after he retires. Yeah, he, he
3: does goes.
4: have a contract in place for the next Jesus. chapter. Right? Plus, plus the way the guy, guy doesn't looks. even count all of his other side businesses.
0: No, yeah. he'll work,
1: always you know. be able to do something. Yeah, he will. Right, huh? right. Well,
0: you know, yeah. mom was born in Browerville, Minnesota. What does that tell mm-hmm. you? <laughs> the Town of Champions
3: yep. Town Two of Champ- Toms Two, Two Tom. mobs for
0: Tom. Two Tommy B's as yep. a matter of fact That's correct <laughs> That's true
3: You mentioned the type A personality thing And that got me thinking So most people think of comedians as being like the type B You know, laid back, don't care about anything How true do you mm-hmm. think that is?
4: Well, you know, it's funny that Jim Gaffigan has made a career out of talking about being lazy. That's but true. He's one of the most yeah. prolific comics of all yeah. time. He's yeah, he's busy working. all the time, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's he's always in, like, little clubs, reading jokes, working on jokes. He's a, you know, he really works hard at it. He turns jokes over. babies maybe, maybe as good as anybody in the business right now. Yeah, he does. Um,
0: so,
1: just quick on our last guest. I sent a message to Dave that says, "Is Pittman your gym?" Jim wrestled the alligator while I danced the tango, and he responds with, "Yes, he is."
6: What?
1: <laughs> so that Dave Dave said that that indeed Pittman is his gym. He oh said, yes, oh yeah. So, yeah so, well, we just, good. I'm glad we to just hear had that. a guy on for an interview that gets sent down in the basement of every haunted house. Mm-hmm. So I asked the guy in charge if indeed he was his gym.
3: And he is, no question about it Why is it the ghosts always go to the basement? There's no view
0: Yeah, I got no view, no fresh air Go Closer to the
3: penthouse, to... no one's going to notice you're there Closer to hell are ghosts in the attic too? They're,
4: they're
0: That's
3: both true. true, they're also in the attic But there's also no view there. Maybe ghosts don't like light
0: That's what I'm thinking
3: Or maybe they like insulation and rat crap I'm not living by a
0: bay window, forget it <clears throat>
3: That sounds horrible it
0: really does there's no give me the about dark
3: it. corner with spiders in it please so kistaki i have to ask you a question yeah how many
0: different news sites would you have to go to where you could find out what the real poll numbers are because mm. everyone i've checked they're literally like 10 points well, off.
1: You got people lying in polls all the yeah, yeah, so, time. I mean, there's
0: groups do. that have actually
1: made it an active plan to lie to pollsters. No and doubt And when about you do that, what good are they? Plus, right. then there's also the contact issue. How are they contact? You used to be able to do that through phones at the houses. Yeah, that's right. Now you
4: got, who knows
1: how that's you get true. hold of people. You know? Yeah,
4: That's a very good point. Yeah, polls are a little flawed by their nature. but mm-hmm. tr- But historically, they've been... They've been on, you know, but
1: that national college football pole is in flood.
4: Ah, that's right. <laughs> oh, wait a I haven't seen the pole. Who,
0: who's up? I would one?
1: bet it's the Georgia Bulldogs, would be my <laughs> no, that oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah that the sense. dogs, although Tennessee just destroyed Kentucky. Holy to moly! there's a big
4: Georgia Tennessee game yep. coming up here soon. It's coming up, coming that's up, coming baby. Up. Uh, how I'm, fun is it to have Alabama out of the top? Oh, I saw stop a meme. it. I, this isn't my joke, <laughs> but it made me giggle. Uh, it, had a, it had a picture of like a, a dumb guy like counting his fingers. <laughs> oh. It said, uh, an Alabama fan tried to uh, get the gist of this. Oh, I'm ruining the joke. Uh, an Alabama fan trying to decide if, uh, if sixth is in the top four. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's pretty
0: fun. Like that's that. good.
1: I'm going yeah. into your town tomorrow. I'll be in Atlanta tomorrow afternoon.
4: Oh, cool! What you doing?
1: I'm going to a, a work thing for two days. Going to stay oh, at cool. the Omni.
4: Oh, nice. Yeah, downtown Atlanta's got a little revitalization going on. It's got some life again. It's I love downtown Atlanta. <clears throat> yeah, it's good. I do it, like it a lot. It, in the old days, I had some buddies that went to Georgia Tech, and we'd go visit them, and go a few blocks off campus, and you're like, "Run!" <laughs> like it was, <laughs> yeah, it was a rough area, but it's they've cleaned it up, and things have changed demographically and financially. You know, uh, it's Atlanta's cool. I like Atlanta.
1: When I was in Chicago with my brother, and my brother's not as tall as me, but he's really big, muscular.
0: Yeah, big, We're yeah. walking
1: along the street, this cop drives up and goes, "You guys need to get out of here."
4: Really? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Really? Yeah, yeah.
1: Apparently, we were we had gone to dim sum, and we decided to walk to find a taxi. And apparently, where we were walking was not where you walked in walk. Chicago. In Chicago, yeah.
4: Like where in Chicago? I
1: don't know, someplace off of a Chinatown or wherever. Chicago so, definitely
4: yeah. has areas where, like, oh my, well, yeah, every here. city does. Yeah.
0: Can I tell you my favorite <laughs> Chicago story about that? What's that? Yeah, I had a friend who worked in radio, and he told me a story. He 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 grew up uh, in. Uh, Indiana. And when he was a young teen, like, you know, 16 years old, he and his buddies all decided to go to Chicago (coughs) to buy some fireworks. He wanted to buy some fireworks. He said he'll never forget, they drive into this one area, south side, they they go to this one area, they park the car, and they they walk up to a bunch of guys standing on the corner, and they go, hey, sir, could you tell me where I could buy some fireworks? And the guy (laughs) looks at me and goes, you mean you got cash on you? <laughs> <laughs> Not for long, he when, didn't. I'll tell you that.
1: When we were playing those golf courses in, when we were playing those golf courses in Alabama, yeah, we were flying out of Atlanta, and it was the Sunday of Masters. So we drive to this oh, little God. town outside Atlanta to go see if we can find a TV to watch the last round of the Masters. And there's this. Little probably she's probably about a 12 year old white gal that we go up to and like, do you know a place where you can go TV now? I'm the smallest guy in the group. Okay, got so I got guys. some sizable guys. She looks at us and goes you guys need to get out of here Really? So I don't know what town we were in but apparently
0: we were not welcome Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Outside someplace. right
1: outside Atlanta somewhere. Yeah. right outside. Atlanta. Yeah.
0: I wonder where that would be well. Yeah Atlanta's somewhere off the highway so yeah I suppose
4: yeah, that
0: makes it's sense. It's yeah. But Everybody to have her tell us that, like, what? You got to
6: you know, go. <laughs> you got to go.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was on my way home to the uh, Upper West Side once, and I, I wound up. It was like 2 in the morning. I was coming back from a poker <laughs> game or something. And I wound up on an express train that didn't stop for like fifty blocks. Oh! And I get off in the heart of Harlem, and I just poke my head out <laughs> on the street and get right back on the subway, go back yeah. the other direction. <laughs> Bitchy stood yeah. out a little bit there. There. Like, oh. and Harlem's changed too. But in the old days, that's uh, it was a little rough.
0: Yeah. I got so many great stories about that stuff. I was once interviewed by this young. She looked like a gypsy. She was a 1967-68 hippie.
5: And she was writing for the
0: Minnesota Daily Mm -hmm. newspaper. So she was going to find some poor white kid in North Minneapolis to interview. And I don't know who turned her on to me or whatever. But she decided that I was going to be her interview as a poor young white boy in North Minneapolis. How how are you ever going to get out? And do you have a plan? She's asking me all these questions. (laughs) And as she's interviewing me in my living room, there was a rat on the back of the couch. Oh, yeah. yeah. You've heard that story before. Mm -hmm. There was a rat about literally a foot and a half from her just looking at me. And I kept thinking, (laughs) I wonder if I should tell her that rat's there because she'll probably never know it was there if I don't tell her. And if I do tell her, she might have a heart attack Mm -hmm. and die. It's not
3: hurting anyone.
0: And the rat (gasps) what the hell but I never did tell her and the rat just finally got bored and went away
1: when, <laughs> when I was in Chicago a couple weeks ago I called you a couple times but it was like four o'clock in the morning I'd walk to Dunkin Donuts oh you yeah know? so I'm walking the streets of Chicago out there and you see all these rats out there you know running oh, around. Yeah. Stuff. I oh, thought yeah. that was pretty cool I mean they weren't bothering me Lean you know so, but when you see a big city rat that's like the size of a dog oh, yeah. that's too big for me that's a big rat <laughs> like but in... I can ride it I don't want to see it <laughs> it's
3: like in India how there's cows everywhere yeah. It just rats instead. Yeah. I, they weren't everywhere, but they're around. You know?
4: It'll happen. It's true. <laughs> they're around. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're there. Uh, you know what else is around? Uh, the Lions <coughs> have announced they're building a statue
3: of Barry Sanders.
4: <coughs> they are? Yeah. Why? Seems... Well, they claim he's the best running back of all time.
1: They want wow, to honor him in his good. Home,
4: uh, the best. home city. I don't is, know about
2: the best.
1: He was amazing considering was. the horrible teams he played for. That's now, true. that statute should be five times as wide as it is tall. Because
0: yeah. he used to always <laughs> run across the field yeah, in different did. directions, you know? Yeah, he did. He right. was a great running back, don't get me wrong, but I don't, was he any better than most of them? I don't know.
1: Well, but considering what he had, yeah, eh, it was Duthney. the Lions, that's true. He never, because I don't think, did he ever make the playoffs? I don't think he, I don't think so. I don't think he ever made I the playoffs.
4: I don't think they did go to the playoffs in that era. And if they did it was like one in one and out. Right. Yeah. I think the last time the Lions were in the playoffs was nineteen fifty four, I
0: think. I was three years old yeah. if I remember <laughs> correctly. God, that team sucks. How can a team owned by the Ford family suck so bad?
1: And they've had general and, managers that are the
4: worst and always, worst. Yeah. They've they have they have got to be the worst NFL franchise in terms of outcomes, they have right? To be. Even, they're they worse have than the Browns to. and the Jaguars. And
1: they send out that notice. Who doesn't anybody want? That's who they pick, how yeah. they pick their changes. <laughs> is true. You know? Very
3: true. Barry Sanders was in the playoffs six times. Really? Really? Many times, he's never been in the Super Bowl, then must
1: be the. No, he's never been in the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, that must be the the, the Lions made playoffs, the
0: playoffs
4: six, six times.
3: Wow. Really? Are you sure? Sanders was never in the Super Bowl. Yeah. No. Okay.
0: But he was in the playoffs six times? <laughs> six nine? games in the
3: playoffs. Well, six uh, games, so so um, so
0: games, so it was probably two years or three years. 91, um,
3: so years three years. I 91 93, 94, 95, 97. Really? Oh, they lost them all. Yeah, yeah. they lost them all. I of, don't know how to. Well, it would be a w, or have to I score. cannot parse any of these numbers. Okay. Um,
1: well, you <laughs> can tell there's no two in one year. So, yeah. No, oh, there's two. Two and 91, so he had two games. No, there's
3: only one in 91.
1: No, two games. See,
3: it's his Oh, GP play. is, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. It's not gold points? I, like I in still, final remember, play. there, I the still Cowboys. remember
1: being in the Timberwolves game and sitting next to the owner and asking the owner how many rebounds that uh, Kevin Lowe had, and he looked at the chart and looked at it and handed it to me. He didn't know how to read it? <laughs> I had it. no idea how to read it. Not no idea. idea. <laughs> like he own the damn team. Well, you <laughs> know,
0: it's a whole different kettle of fish. <laughs> He's...
4: It Is seems that, weird to build build a statue to a guy that's that elusive.
0: I love that.
4: Right? should be a hologram of Barry Sanders. Every time you think you got him, you come up empty. Yeah. I love it. That's there you cool. go. He was a hell of a talent. A statue, no of, about it. a statue of Tom Brady. Now, that makes sense, right? That's mm-hmm. about as elusive as the real Tom Brady. Mm. <laughs> uh, that's true. He's having it tough. I bet you enjoying this year so far. Oh, it's been fun. Good, yeah, very much.
1: Good. Bama's the, down. The, the, Brady's not doing well.
4: That's right. Except Falcons, the Patriots have the best defense expected.
1: in football. Who?
4: The Patriots. <laughs> 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 we'll see. That's early. Yeah. They, the, a team coached by Belichick is always going to be good at something. That's true. That's, sure. Sure. that's true. Uh, yeah, the Sanders statue should be of him signing his retirement papers early cuz the Lions suck. That should be the statue, you know.
0: <laughs> Honest to God, that must have been so hard to just play with the Lions and know you're never going to get anywhere. And you had nowhere to go right. then.
1: And it's now, not like they have free agency
3: That's or true. you could not move, oh, right. you know. Exactly. That was You're still you taking were, home 10 million dollars. So. No, he
1: didn't. I I what did, what was his top salary for really? Wonder? Yeah, what was it? I bet you he didn't make that much. Well, he was a
4: star, but yeah, it was a different era. In
3: for 1993, sure. he signed a four-year, 17 million contract for ex- four extension. years. Yeah, but still, that's. $4 million dollars a year. A yeah, little more compared to what you make now? I'd... Kirk Cousins makes $32 million a year. A year. A year. I would be perfectly I mean, happy with a $17 million for you. <laughs> I yeah. bet you would. I'll yeah. tell you that much. In the, mm-hmm. in the 80s. Yeah, for in sure. The, the well, that was 93. Yeah. But yeah, I wonder. Let's see inflation. Oh, my God. It's probably closer to like $7 million a year now. Let's see. 1993, $17 million would be $34 million. Oh, oh, okay. Wow, wow. yeah, it's double. Okay. So yeah, it's. Yeah, Pretty good. I'd He's say.
1: making a little bit better than the guys on the line in Detroit.
3: Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> making those cars.
4: Is it is it an honor to be a lion for eternity? Is that <sighs> a good thing? A oh, good point. Yeah. The, yeah, the NFL should do him a favor and put his statue outside of the stadium of a good team. So he could, <laughs> t- could move, he
1: move could him to Dallas for one game. Him.
4: That was a great thing about like Ray Bork
1: going to the Rockies is he won a Stanley Cup. You know, and, yeah. and when those guys, you know, at the end of their career switch teams but win something, that's always kind of cool to see.
4: Right. Yeah, Yeah. That's that's I like that. That's and the Stafford story from last year. And yeah, he was right. never
1: faced as much as Peyton was. Mm-hmm. I still, when Walter Peyton, they didn't give him that touchdown, they gave it to a I... fat piece of garbage from the, the line. Refrigerator pair.
4: Yeah, refrigerator.
0: Yeah. Well, but... Bud Grant did the same thing to Chuck Foreman. Yeah, Didn't give the ball to Chuck Foreman, gave it to Brent McClanahan, who fumbled.
1: Which Super Bowl was that?
0: Um, one of the ones they lost. <laughs> one. <laughs> Super Bowl one. <laughs> one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, yeah. uh, yeah. whatever the hell it was. It was 1977, so that was in their fourth Could it been be Bills-Vikings
1: this year? Is that possible? No. Could it be?
4: That's possible. What would
1: happen to the 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 that stadium? Was that what? what would happen to that stadium Stadium if it was
0: Bills-Vikings? Oh, God. I can't even imagine.
1: I mean, yeah. one of those teams is coming out happy.
0: Who, yeah. is it, who is it in the NFC that is up there with them at 6-1? I mean, oh, the, well, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. And then a San Francisco, now that
4: they've got McCaffrey. I know. That's a good team, man. It is a good team. You know. Yeah, that could be a team. Yep, 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 yep. There's finally some good teams on that side. I feel like it's been... A little AFC heavy in terms of the dominant team. No, I
1: wonder who's been good in the AFC in the
4: last couple of years. Gee, I don't know <laughs> who might have been. <laughs> These Teams are good. You know who's not good. The Raiders lost twenty-four yeah. nothing this week. Adams uh, took a zero. That's all I know. Oh, uh, a zero. Yeah, that's a Hollywood good guys versus bad guys. Saints Raiders, right? Yep. Yep. At least, at least in the movies, the bad guys are a threat at some point. Hmm. Uh, well, thankfully, the Raiders kept the crashing and burning on the field this time. So yeah. cool. Oh, see? <laughs> the Raiders are like a skinny white girl. No booty. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you think they could at least pillage a field goal? Yeah. Uh-oh. Their offense spent less time on the field than most streakers. Mm. Oh, see? Get it? True. The Raiders treated the goal line like a dog with a shot collar. Don't don't, <laughs> don't go over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three more of these. The Raiders' uh, effort was like ordering a double Whopper, large fries, and a Diet Coke. Yeah. Pointless. Uh, the only Raiders Super Bowl this year will be the one Mark Davis uses to cut his hair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Super Bowl the guy, he does have a bad haircut.
4: Yeah, the Ra- Raiders are so bad they're thinking of firing Josh McDaniels and bringing in Frank Caliendo to play John. Gruden. <laughs> they should get Frank to play John. Gruden. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. I'll call him right now. Uh, agreed. All right, let's close on this. The, uh, the early favorite for offensive rookie of the year, uh, Kenneth Walker, offensive rapper of the year, pretty much wrapped up. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. 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 We got some, that one nailed down. He is some.
4: Um... All right,
0: Pally. So I, I love the fact that you wait till I leave town to come to town. Way yeah. to go!
4: I know. Yeah, tell the people though it's I'm coming to, uh, to Acme me the New Year's week. I'll be there. Tom won't be around. It's cold. I'll be around. Tom, yeah, I'll right. be around. All right, well, Pally. We'll talk to you we'll next week, though, Falcons. right? We'll watch the Falcons in the playoffs. Nice. That's we'll There oh, we go. You. Here
0: we go. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'll talk. Take to care. You soon. Thanks Bye. a lot.
0: Kostaki Economopolis, ladies and gentlemen. Got a couple of minutes. What do you think? Nah,
1: we can wrap it up or we can go a couple minutes. We as we'll
0: wrap it up because we started almost on time today. which is Where's, Paris, where's Alex know? today? Uh, helping Catherine with the funeral oh, arrangements. Okay. Yeah, we have technically haven't really announced... What happened on the air? Yeah. I guess we yeah, could address we that. Probably should address that. That uh, My father-in-law, Don uh, Brandt, died on Saturday morning. Just after turning 96? Yeah. Just after turning 96. I went and sat with him for an hour and a half on Friday night. He did not move the whole hour and a half. Didn't make a noise. Didn't move. No. The only time is when I walked over, I t- and I was going to say goodbye to him because I was leaving. I touched his forehead and said, okay, love you, Don. And he tried to open his eyes. Mm-hmm. He couldn't do it. Nope. He tried to, but he couldn't get him over. As,
1: as a teenager, he was there when they liberated some of the, yep. the death, com- camps. death camps. He went over
0: he to Europe was. in
3: World we War II.
1: Thank you oh. for his service.
0: Oh, no been. doubt about it. He, he won every medal except for the Congressional Medal of Honor. Yep. And, he, you, didn't
1: and he didn't even talk about it.
0: No, God, yeah. I didn't even he know he had He
3: never
1: liked
0: yeah. talking about I know, the war. never knew he had no. all that stuff until later on in life. I don't He's, think I ever heard him talk about the war once. No. His last words? I want to see Betty. Yeah, his wife. I want to see Betty. His yep. last words, isn't that great? Yep. Don, we love you. We miss you, pal.
1: And rest in peace.
0: And again, I'll I'll repeat the words. I was asked by a couple of social workers, is, is, could you tell us a funny story about something with Don and you? And I said, Yeah, I can tell you a funny story. I said, uh, I I met Don 41 years ago, started dating his daughter Catherine. We we've been together for 41 years now, and about 30 years ago. Don took me aside and said, you know what, Tom? Ten years ago, we didn't really care much for you. (laughs) I said, well, thanks a lot. And then I told Terry, his son that, Mm -hmm. Catherine's brother, I told Terry, and he goes, I thought that was my mother. I said, it was actually both. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.
1: Thank you. (laughs)